Welcome to the Startups Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the science and art of startups with founders and the broader startup community. I'm Tony Hackett, and I've spent over a third of my B2B sales career either working for early stage startups or as a go-to-market and social selling mentor for founders and their teams. In each episode, we will explore various topics, including decision-making, team-building, and growth strategies. Before we meet today's guest, I'd like to start with an acknowledgement of country. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. Here in Sydney, it's the Gadigal people. We pay respect to elders past, present and emerging and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people attending today. My guest at the Startups Roundtable is Noti CEO and co-founder Natalie Marina. Noti's real-time meeting transcription software increases the productivity of professionals and teams by automating online meeting note-taking and notes exchange. On today's podcast, we will hear about this exciting innovation and hard-earned lessons in building a startup from within Ukraine. So let's get to it and meet Natalie. Natalie, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Could I ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to right now? Sure. Uh, so, uh, hi all. My name is Natalie. I'm a CEO and co-founder at Noti. Noti, we're building AI-powered virtual meeting assistant that is doing all routine work for you, detecting uh, what to do before the meeting, during the meeting, and after it. So basically, we're focusing on detecting of action items and tasks, and we are also drafting follow-ups, so basically eliminating that routine task from your uh, workflow. Personally, I had, uh, uh, like, uh, interestingly, I worked at uh, PwC for seven years as a legal and compliance officer. <laughs> then at some point of like time, I decided that I want to build something that will be helpful. And I was seeing that I have in my head, there were a lot, like millions of ideas that was coming to my mind. But specifically, especially when the COVID started, I was thinking about, oh, like meetings are super unproductive. I'm running like I'm spending 100% of my time in meetings and there's like sometimes there's such a waste of time maybe there is a way of solving it so basically three years ago I started my entrepreneurial journey we started like I met um, co-founder my co-founder at acceleration program in our Ukrainian Catholic University and that's when we started working on our like first product in a process with all the f- startup failures and successes we pivoted working on no team so at the moment we are trying to, to like to make our vision real so building no team every second day and with, with every three minutes we are having that's that would be it. (laughs) Natalie, it's a great introduction for us and something that maybe it's just so much part of your everyday now is the challenges that you have in just existing. Could you give us a little bit of context around what that last six months has been like for you personally and running a startup, getting a startup underway? Before we get into the technology and the business value deliver, I'd really like to understand the personal side of, of your existence would not be surprising but last six months probably are the hardest like uh period of our, like in our lives 
we like back in the days uh, we in we, we started spending more time in europe starting from december so we were pretty much like all the time here building a startup but we were planning to come back on the first of march as people that were living in in europe at that moment with my co-founder we didn't like we didn't feel like the pressure and the tensions that like uh, our ukrainian colleagues and families were feeling and we actually didn't believe until the morning of 24th of February, we didn't believe that actually something is coming. So it was like something, yeah, it may probably, it may start anytime, but we didn't see it as such a danger. We, we didn't feel it, I would say. Like, I remember vividly, as probably all of the Ukrainians around the world, like the morning when your friends or family were calling you saying like, it started just like this simple few words that were terrifying you and uh, yeah we, we, we woke up here in Lisbon planning actually to go like a few days after it to coming back to Ukraine and then uh, I remember my friend was calling me saying like probably you should wake up because Kiev is being attacked call your parents my my parents are living in Kiev in the city center near president administration so I was just like obviously next minute I was calling my mom asking if they already like woke up if they're like packing themselves and try like getting out of Kiev uh, at the moment uh, I just had um, uh, my sister just gave a birth to my nephew who was two months and uh, uh, I was worried um, as like as well because it was like first of all it was something new for them obviously like a, a kid could not be right like the, the easiest to be with a newborn child is is not the easiest time like for parents as well but here like they were at such a like a stress because at the moment uh, on uh, on twenty fourth like people started living like leaving Kiev and there were. A lot like big lines and people were waiting it was like it was double like hard for the young parents to do it with a newborn child well they moved out of cave and was spending time in western ukraine we were staying here obviously like worried about them because this missile strikes were happening every second day so it was uh, it wasn't the easiest time for us Plus, uh, our um, we had uh, developers that joined our team in February, starting like f- starting February, and his daughter was born on the twenty fourth of February. So I don't, I still, I can't imagine what he was feeling when he was becoming a father. At the same time, needs to think of like, where do I take my family so they would be safe? What I was really impressed with, not for a single day, he stopped working on a product. He was always trying to like to meet the deadlines. We even we were not pushing, saying, guys, just make sure you are safe right now. I was impressed with that. I was impressed with the strength he was showing resilience it was like it's it is something still that i cannot understand like i obviously am amazed with that last but not least like t- three weeks ago as you may know uh Vinnita was uh, like city near k was attacked and uh, my parents uh, are working there so basically the medical center of my mom was up like the, the ones that you saw on the pictures in the news was absolutely destroyed. And at the moment, so this is like a kind of sad and funny story at the same time, because I was on an investor call and uh, 
I start getting like tons of notifications from my friends asking how was my mom and I I didn't and like I didn't get like what's going on I was actually feeling like very cool because I saw like okay like like I get I'm getting this cool messages from my friends right this should be something good but then it appeared that Vinica had uh, uh, like they were um, shooting striking the missiles at Vinica and uh, then I saw a picture of the clinics as my mom is doctor and I saw like clinics she's working that was absolutely damaged and I started obviously message like calling her at the same moment and she didn't pick up for like for 10-15 minutes I would say that it was like the worst moment of my life because like I I still didn't know if she was there at the moment or she like she get a chance to get out of it Thanks God, uh, I'm feeling super lucky about it, but she was working in another building at that day, but obviously all her colleagues working there uh, that day died. And this is like a huge, huge, you know, like this is something that is not directly impacting your life, but when you're losing someone you knew for, for all your life you were working with, this is something that you just like cannot uh, you know, like just accept it and live with it because like there is a huge, huge sadness, you know, and some like is it all, uh, uh, like the, the other thing, you cannot do anything about it, right? You just like, you cannot stop, but at the same time, you cannot stop like this feeling of sadness and anxiety that is uh, obviously taking your head, is that is sitting in you. So that's like, that's what we are doing last six months. Uh, just trying to, uh, first of all, like never stop understanding that, like stop uh, stopping for us even for a moment. First of all, it's not good for your mental health. So we are trying just to keep working even if it's like hard. Uh, we are trying to support each other uh, just as we can, right? Like you, like so, some of us can be uh volunteering in ukraine some of us can be donating money all of that is good we are trying just to support with whatever we can do from here from lisbon and uh, yeah just be when our like just talk with our employees or like the team if they want to talk about something if there is something bothering them if we can do anything for them that's, uh, I think, for all Ukrainian founders, it's actually um, it's a good time now to understand that there is no way for us to stop it because, like, the war will eventually end up, uh, hopefully sooner better, but uh, we will be the one who will be rebuilding the country and looks like we'll have lots of stuff to rebuild, right? So that means that we are, like, double motivated from others because we know that there there are bigger mission other than building the product there is bigger mission for for that right creating new um, jobs uh, helping families donating money to ukraine that's that's the thing that is motivating me and my co-founder probably every morning to wake up and just like keep on going Natalie, thank you for sharing that as, as difficult as I, I can't even imagine. But I think it's important to understand your situation, but also context, because it's one thing to wake up each day and think we have challenges in just doing our job in the best of times. Then there are, are other challenges in front of you. So as we start to discuss Noti and, and what you're doing there, 
that gives us a, a remarkable backdrop which speaks to your own mindset and your resilience. And I do, like everybody, wish speedy better days and for, for more joyous moments. I'm so pleased that your mother was able to in, enjoy a, a, the fortunate outcome. I'm so pleased for your family. I must say when I looked at your company and I, I was looking at what Nodi is doing, I loved one of the testimonials where somebody said, and it's on your website, and I'll just read it because it's so simple but powerful, had no idea how much I needed it, and then I tried. And that to me was almost it was almost the best testimonial because it speaks to tangible business value. And as I was looking at what you're doing, I, I'd love to understand how you went from the moment of thinking, this is what we're going to do. We're going to provide this real-time meeting transcription and bring this, this great efficiency, but to go from thinking that's a good idea to taking that step from your, your job at PwC and to actually go and invest your, your time, energy, future into doing that. What was that moment like where you thought, yep, time to go from thinking about it to doing? And what were the early days of, of that process for you? When you ask that, I'm always remembering my first pitch uh, after two months of legal, as is like first accelerations that we went through. And I remember vividly that when I was pitching, I didn't know what hackathon means. <laughs> I was not sure what business model is. I was not sure how JavaScript is different from Java. And all the questions that our judges were asking me, I'm always trying to pretend I know everything, but honestly, I didn't like even know what hackathon. So I remember I was Googling what hackathon means. And uh, the thing is like, we probably like not from, from the guys from the tech, because they have like a little bit of understanding, like how, like the, how, what is code and how does like the technology work, right? For me, when I was like, I was taking care of legal privacy stuff, compliance at PwC, and it was like kind of enterprise level company, right? So it, it was like so, so different, especially for my position, right? And then I'm going to like to build a product with the technologies that I don't know like what technology specifically it would be. Uh, and I'm building something that is like actually not super present on the, uh, on the market. And uh, as, as you said, from the, testimony, from the testimonials, we are getting that feedback like super often. Because like we were like our, as I'm like trying to think now about our main competitor at the moment is actually the human habit of making do it like all we are doing right now manually. So I was, uh, yeah, three years ago, it was like different me with uh, no, like not, not understanding what code is, what, techno what technology we're going to build it. But I was like, I'm very good at Googling, <laughs> was back in the days and now am. And I was like, okay, this looks like we can build it. Who I need here is a good CTO who helped me and say, honestly, Natalie, you are like crazy or yeah, we can do it. Maybe not specifically this day, but we can do it in the future. So I was very fortunate to find my note CTO at the first, I'm calling it a Cinderella story because it was the first time I was actually going out into the world, like looking for the CTO and I met him for my first attempt. Then obviously we spent like we spent like probably six months just like trying to see if we can work together like 
because you know like the especially back in the days now i think i'm more agile and flexible but back in the days i was having this legal mindset was seeing all the risk trying to be not too bold because that's what i was taught for seven years in the university and it worked as well and i was also like meeting with guys that were building stuff that were thinking in systems that were much more ahead technology wise and like i would say um like their vision visionary wise than me and i I was like okay yeah i think like this is probably gonna work we just need to, to, know, to know how to do it so first we built uh, a voting system together that was uh, working as a that was our first product for, for the legal meetings and it worked for the NGOs and political parties when, when you are having lots of participants and all of them needs to vote in a legal way that will be then accepted by the state, let's say, it, and uh, like, and it would be valid. The results of vote, like votes will be valid. So we built it like, like, uh, it was our first product. We failed a bit as all startups do. And I think this is probably like the best thing that happened to us because we were very biased when building the product I personally saw that I know what the problem is as they are saying in the books and it's like oh, so true go to your users first ask your customers what they want and build what they want not you think it should be right there like there okay I would say like there are some specific cases when you need to build what you think you should but that was not the case we just need to go to the guys and ask like what what was that but like obviously being like so biased because I worked in legal why why shouldn't I know like how we should build it well long story short uh, we built the product it served its purpose but regarding like the users we were targeting it worked for just another segment of users we were shocked at the moment and then see like okay this is still like helpful it's still helping helping NGOs and uh, like state administrations to vote but it's like it didn't go like as we planned so we were just accepting that and uh, the, the other prob- product problems that was like very interesting for us as I was starting like the actually running the meeting in more productive ways this was like part of the problem problem but I was seeing like okay still it's not solving the problem for example for me to run an investor meeting because I don't have I don't have time for example first of all like be actively involved in a conversation at the same time remembering everything because you just cannot do it right personally I cannot run meetings that are more than one hour after one hour I'm starting like seeking for a coffee for something to eat I'm bored I don't have attention I'm feeling very very overwhelmed with that meeting and obviously if this is something important for other people obviously they, they would see that the meeting is like would not be running very effective so this was the other thing and uh, what we also heard from like from feedbacks probably from most of our users is still like there is always a person who is making action item list on a meeting this is probably the most the the unhappiest person on that meeting because like no one like when this question is coming to the room like who will be doing that everyone is trying to hide so there, there is an obvious need to do that because uh, like uh, like the, the reason for meeting is like what 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 we are doing now what we're gonna do next so we were thinking okay this is like the 
first obvious direct problems that people are feeling right now. If we can do it uh, at the moment with technology present on the market, and if, okay, if not, if we can build that technology, and we were honestly answering ourselves, yes. And this for the second thing that we are now focusing, like follow-up, I'm all, I don't know how about you, but I'm always struggling with following up on meetings, especially when I'm having meetings back to back and you're just like going from one to another. And at the moment you're like finishing your work day, you don't remember what you were talking on the first meeting. And if this was something like investor meeting or something like that, you need to follow up, right? Because like, otherwise it's not going to be, it's not going to bring any results. So why was the reason you, you had that meeting, right? and uh, you just can't remember everything or you will like forget about something and I was also questioning if we can automate it and this happens not all for, for startup founders right whether you are working in a VC as an investor uh, as well as you're working for a, like for a startup you always have something to follow up on after the meeting and I was asking if we can if we can actually just like first of all like eliminate the step to actually go to your Gmail or whatever mail um, uh, like uh, service you're using and actually start drafting that follow-up this is like sometimes it's it's what's stopping me okay like oh i need to but, but like and and the thing about follow-up is you're all the time starting from the same things right you're always like saying like showing your great gratitude for having the call then you're like say, saying what you've been talking about and then you're following up on what's what like what you need to do next looks like like super super doable to do so that that's like that's how we were like you know starting from the ideation around like okay starting from the gathering feedback from users with what's actually what's the problem problem around the meeting then ideating on okay what are the main problems here right we like detected the action items and follow-ups and second we were just asking okay if we obviously we were very passionate we were like we're super passionate about what we're building we, if we can build it and it looks like we can so okay let's just go and do it right it strikes me as one of the few services that makes a zoom call more valuable than in person so over the last couple of years covid work from home everybody's been missing that person interaction being able to read the room but what you bring is a level of efficiency but here's the other thing i wanted to ask you about and that is if I'm on a meeting and there's real-time transcription, all of a sudden I feel more accountable in that meeting. And I feel more, to state the obvious, on the record as to my behavior in the meeting. So if I'm wanting to posture and to be unfair, I'm not going to do that in a real-time transcribed meeting. And I don't know if that was a planned consequence or if I'm way off track on it, but I could imagine that this drives better meetings. This is like super interesting. Why? Uh, first of all, I was talking, uh, I personally did more than 500 in-depth interviews. So I was talking with uh, lots, lots of guys in different industries, different level like of their like jobs and responsibilities and was asking if this is like, 
actually, let's let's say that the meeting is recorded. If this is having impact of on what you are saying, are you trying like to okay? Will you be like more accountable with what you are saying? Like, will you will your answers or will your behavior change uh, uh, from it? And like the the answer was all the time yes. People are not feeling themselves like very comfortable in a meeting when they are recorded, even if if the meetings are internal. It doesn't like it doesn't depend if this is like a something that is uh, with a new client or internally. People are just like feeling not very secure or like uh, just not comfortable when the meaning is being run. So for us, at Noti was like what was very like crucial from the day one. It should work on a background, and you should not like be paying attention for it. So we, I'm I'm th- what we are like how we are positioning ourselves and thinking about Noti. Noti should be your body. Just like the secretary, but invisible, that is joining you on every meeting, whether it's online, offline, or metaverse uh, in the future. It just he's just doing the things you don't have time to do. This that's like our main thing, right? It's like uh, people are recording now. Oh, how people are also solving the problem of unproductive meetings? They are recording it on a phone, so you cannot see it. That's like very uh, super counterintuitive, right? Like because you are just you need that functionality. You just don't want to share something because like maybe it will impact on what the other person will be saying but for the business professionally it means that okay i'm gonna record this meeting then i'm gonna like play it back listen to it and make notes manually and we're just asking ourselves if there is a way for us to make it better right because you are like recording that meeting not because you are you want to record it you want to make your work more efficient you you don't want to forget stuff you want to be more productive from the very beginning now and for the future roadmap we are saying that we need we will work on a background we will not interrupt your workflow we just want to advance it we we want to help you before the meeting because like the meeting transcriptions summaries action items are stored in your personal account during the meeting because you can like because all of this stuff will be detected you can also like make your manual highlights for example like something specific that you still don't trust ai that it will like highlight it okay highlight it manually no problem there and after the meeting because we will show it to you remind you to follow up on the meeting prepare follow-up for you and that's like uh, you see like we're like uh, we're just trying to help like not change everything or like make it more complicated just help you on every step while you're running your like traditional like daily business operations actually that's very important for us as uh, we and like the other challenge i think probably for for all the products that are new on the market you're competing with a human habit it's not easy and to do that i think the only way to do that is to build the trust with the product because that's why we are starting with this like simple principles it should be intuitive simple to use working on a background not making life or your of your users more complicated but just helping wherever they need that help.
Natalie, there are so many things you've triggered in my mind around the efficiencies I understand, but it feels like I'll give you some examples of things that you've made me think about just in the last few minutes. Diversity and inclusion. If I'm in a meeting and I'm one of five people and I see a transcript of it and I see that I have spoken for 15 minutes of the 30 minutes and that I've asked no questions, that tells me something about my behavior in that meeting. And it maybe is a a coaching tool, but there is something incredibly valuable in understanding the behavior to give the opportunity to adjust the behavior. And from that diversity and inclusion perspective, for everybody to have an equal voice, we could all leave a meeting and think everybody participated, we collaborated, we're a team, but the data might show that is not the truth. So there's something that is very next generation about efficiencies and collaboration of teams, I think, that offers here both internally, so intra company, but also intercompany. Tony, it's so true. We are now showing, for example, like the percentage, like of who exactly what you're saying. Like if you were like talking for 70%, for example, for me, of the time on investor calls, it's a bad sign. If I'm seeing seeing that that analytics, I'm just I, I just uh, I'm feeling like okay, this, this look like looks like there were no questions for me. So probably not that efficient call uh, as I, as I thought. For example, for the meeting for the internal meetings, exactly. If you're right. Uh, uh, what you can get from that analytics you can see if maybe there is a person who was visiting like who's attending the call for a month and she never asked a question maybe this this person should not be on that meeting maybe she's joining because you are sending her an invite it's like some of the teams are like trying like now to focus and run it efficiently but sometimes especially when you're in a big companies enterprises people are just adding a group of people to the meeting and all of them are suffering there Uh, they're not doing like not spending the time for the work but not obviously actively participating in a call so that's like what we also like will give to the users okay this may be for this diversity inclusion uh things you're saying some people just don't like to speak up first and it's like it's all good we all like even in our small teams there are people that are always tend to and the last like the last and that's okay just like make sure that you are asking that person because she likes it especially when it comes like to tech there are people that are like tend to work more speak less that's okay that's okay just like just make sure that you are that you are actually giving like chance to to just to speak their mind and the the cool things that we also like have now uh, built uh, in a product is we are going to send you a report of how meeting was run so you will see like who was your meeting body of the week okay there is a person you are meeting like the most uh these are the words uh, that you are using the most while you speak maybe you should take like think about them changing because like we are using different parasites when we're talking right it's problem of, of of everyone so we are just trying to make sure that uh and this these are like the like the most recent and most popular topics for, uh, like what you are talking uh what you've been talking about you can share it you can look at it you can make like any amendments to your be- meeting behavior or work with that and we are seeing that and what we also going to do we're going to push people to follow up on meetings this is like something that would be i will test on myself first because i i always lack this person who will just be like standing you know like here like over my head just like reminding me natalie like don't forget to follow up and 
follow up immediately. This is like the things we will, we will be just trying, first of all, to give you superpowers in the meetings and then push you to do that so you become better at work, better business professional, etc. That's That's our main goal for now. You made a comment a moment ago. One of the notes I put down in thinking about our conversation today was around readability. So if we're reading a document, we can, by the science of it, work out the readability of that document. Is it easy to comprehend the document? In a meeting, the meeting passes and it's all words and no one knows. Yet now you can determine the readability of different people. Are they using appropriate language or are they bringing the wrong language? And once again, another coaching moment in areas that in the past have been less to lift a totally subjective. Somebody thinks, oh, you deliver a Great message. Did you? Whereas now we can all improve, incrementally improve based on what it is you're doing. So I think it's just so interesting what you've tackled and what, what you're doing with with Noti and, and how you're going about it. I would love to go into more depth and, and we should set up another call with your permission to look into this further. But for today, could I ask you to close for us with a comment around mentors and coaches, maybe a comment or two around how you've been able to find great mentors or coaches and how would you suggest to a an early stage startup if they were looking for a coach or a mentor, how they would go about it? We met our uh, yeah we uh, we have um, like I would say, I would say like board of advisors right but like some of them are like uh, advising on business like just just on the business side and some of them are already our friends uh, that were with us like for this last three years and uh, personally I um I don't know if we will make it without them right because like when you are looking for the coach or you are looking for a mentor or like just a body that will be with you on your entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurial path you need to understand that first of all it's hard uh this is like running like living startup founders life taking all the risks and uh being as uh, like keeping on being motivated every day this is very very hard i i don't know if i will make it as a solo founder Thanks God I have my co-founder, but for the, for, from the mentor's perspective, the mentor we, we got three years ago was just on a, we, we got it on, a, got him on a business acceleration program. And this was uh, actually the thing when we need to pick up probably like two or three mentors. Uh, and with each of them, we had a 30 minutes uh, call scheduled. And with like with uh, three out of four, we just had the 30 minutes call. And with the one we are working like that is still working with us, we had a call for four hours. And we were like we were we were talking about like nonstop about what we have now, what we're gonna do tomorrow, what's our visionary, what's important for us in life, and and that you know that was a moment when you are feeling like the match. It clicked, you know, you're just feeling that this is like the person just like like-minded as you. You're having let's say same uh, um, like same vision, but also like same things are important for you and you're share, sharing this like uh, you're just having it like it's like a soulmate you're finding but just like for business I would say so we, we felt it and uh, I know that uh, our mentor who's like Muddy he is from London we we were feeling like it clicked from the first meeting and it's it was clicking all this like three years and I know that in the moment of like the biggest 
uh, despair. And uh, when we were down, when I was like, I didn't know if I if I'm gonna make it. Especially now when I was in stress. I know he is like the person who I can call anytime, talk about, like ask fair questions. I know that he will give me fair answers. Never, never making everything like sweet or like, but. Sometimes you like sometimes it's all you need someone to listen to you give his perspective on the world yes obviously it then says that it will be all good but you need like people needs people and that's good and it's like i i personally i all all the time to all, all the guys that are starting their entrepreneurial path i'm rec- i recommend to find like someone who already been there who built successful product or even like who failed even one or two times doesn't matter but who just like who was there who can pick you up when you will feel like okay we're shutting down company tomorrow who'll say okay let's talk about it right you just need that person so um my recommendation would be if you have specific focus for example we are building product uh, that is focused on future of work ai productivity look into who was doing it successfully before linkedin probably is the best way to to find it if if, uh, if you are into those themes, you probably are, are reading all the articles, essays around it. So just look and don't be worried to just message those people. They like to like they like to share their expertise. The more like the, the the more like intelligent person is, the more likely she will just give you advice, uh, his or hers advice, and uh, will will help you. So don't be afraid. Just go for it and. Um, yeah, I think like it's a it's a one of the coolest things around it. That's a wonderful share, and thank you. There's some really actionable advice in there. Appreciate you uh, sharing that with the audience today, Natalie. Thanks so much for taking the time. I want to say I wish you well with your business, and I do, but I wish you well with everything that isn't your business. So many things that are going on for you, families and friends, and uh, yeah, uh, speedy better days. But I definitely do wish Nodi every success, and it'll be terrific to stay in touch. Appreciate you taking the time today. Pleasure talking to you. Thanks for cool questions. Everything will be great. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Feedback is always welcome. And I would appreciate introductions to potential future guests to invite onto the podcast. But that's it for today. Thanks for listening and bye for now.